0: Welcome to the Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 110 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing the difference between stretching and mobility, when to use mobility, and how to figure out why you feel tight in the first place. So if something hurts and you haven't been stretching, then you probably need to do that thing you haven't been doing, right? It seems logical enough. And the internet says mobility, right? Do mobility. Mobility is the thing that has been missing from your training and is going to cure everything. But what if stretching more wasn't the fix, Mobility is pushed as the better, more effective cousin to stretching, but figuring out the best next steps when it comes to maintaining your body, it's not as complicated as most fitness people want you to think. And you know I'm all about empowering you with the knowledge so that you can make the best choices for yourself. And that is exactly what we're going to do today. But to even get there, we have to understand the difference between stretching and mobility. When it comes to stretching, there are a few types of stretching. Uh, First is active, then you have passive stretching, dynamic stretching, and ballistic stretching. And of course, we could go into even more detail than this, but for our purposes today, this is enough. Now, mobility is controlling how your body moves through space. And typically, this is at your end range of motion or like the maximum amount of flexibility you have, but it doesn't always have to be that way. So let's break down the different types of stretching, starting with static stretching. So this is your statue-like stretching. This is very similar to what you see in most yoga classes, right? If you're standing there and you are touching your toes, you are doing static stretching. And unless you're taking a flow class, which is a little bit different because that's actually dynamic stretching... So dynamic stretching is moving in and out of a stretch and hopefully moving with control. Now, you could also say that this is mobility. So it's not just going as far as you can, but doing it with strength and control. The subtle difference I would say between dynamic stretching and what counts as mobility is really just your purpose, your intent with what you're doing. I think when it comes to stretching, the purpose is to get, you know, maximum flexibility as far as you possibly can go. Whereas with mobility, it's really about moving better in all directions. So it kind of comes down to just like semantics and how you want to describe it. And I'm not going to lie, mobility sounds a little bit sexier than dynamic stretching. But Really, when it comes down to it, they're very, very, very similar. And how you approach them when it comes to, you know, getting over pain or improving the flexibility of your body is kind of similar. But before we get to that, let's keep going through the different types of stretching. So the next type of stretching is called ballistic Now, this is your bouncing in and out of a stretch. This makes me think, and I hope you're visualizing this too, like the 80s and leg warmers and leotards and just like Jane Fonda and bouncing in stretches. Now, I'm not saying never, ever, ever bounce. I love bouncing, right? Because it helps to build elasticity of your tissues. So I'm a big fan of jumping. Running, you could argue, is, you know, a microcosm of like ballistic stretching for your feet and your calves. But, and there is always a but, but, When it comes to ballistic stretching, you run the risk of actually blowing through your safe end range. So there are a number of specialized nerve endings in your tendons and in your muscles that are constantly relaying back to your brain the amount of stretch and the rate of stretch that's happening in your muscles. And that's a protective measure, right? Making sure that you don't go so far that you get injured. When we do something like ballistic stretching and you're bouncing in and out of a stretch, sometimes it's too fast or too quick or too hard for those receptors to respond, which then sets you up potentially for an injury. So while I don't do a lot of ballistic stretching, like I said, I do bounce, right? But... There's always a but. I don't do this as part of my warm-up, right? I make sure that I'm adequately warmed up, that my body is ready to go. Um, And I usually will do it as a part of my workout, not necessarily the first thing. But, 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 (laughs) I'm just like, wait, but there's an asterisk on this as well. At the end of the day, I think what we really want to be moving towards is living and breathing and existing in a body that is ready for anything and everything. You never know. I sent an email out to my list a few weeks ago about walking into my parents' backyard where my dog was, um, and Ella was in the backyard with a coyote. Now, in that situation, I don't have time to like warm up and stretch my hips and put on my running shoes. Like you just need to react. And there are so many things in our day-to-day life that require us just to be able to react. So if we are putting ourselves in all of these boxes of like, well, I need to do this warm up before I do this thing, before I do this thing, all I'm saying is let's move for the sake of moving and get our body to a place where we can just move without having to overthink it, right? And that's honestly where mobility comes in. Today's episode is brought to you by Rat. Feel better from head to toe with mobility and recovery tools designed for your body and your life. And they have a ton of tools. We're talking foam rollers and rods and therapy balls and inflated balls all the things, but today specifically, I wanna talk to you about the recovery rounds and not gonna lie, I am rolling them under my feet as we speak. These are the perfectly soft, but not too soft, two and a half inch massage balls that can get into all of your nooks and crannies. I'm talking feet, hips, your upper back. OMG, for reals, it's amazing and all of their products make a great Mother's Day present, and they're even great for bodywork newbies. So if you want to move better, and you want to feel better, and you want to support the show, head on over to radroller.com. Use the code bodynerd at checkout to save 15% off your entire order, including tools and education. That's radroller.com. Use the code bodynerd, B-O-D-Y-N-E-R-D at checkout to enjoy 15% Off your entire order. Now back to the show. Now, off of that tangent, back onto track. When something hurts, it really begs the question do I really need to stretch more? And you know, I'm always encouraging you to ask a better question. So, not do I really need to stretch more, but why does this feel tight in the first place? And of course, there's a number of reasons that can happen. So, if it is overuse, right? Like your plantar fascia gets way too much loading in a situation where the rest of the lower body muscles aren't pulling their weight. Then that plantar fascia feels less tolerant to stretch. It's grouchy. It's tight. It's irritated. It doesn't need to be stretched more because it's already getting way too much stretching happening. And that's why it is feeling tight as an effort to protect itself. Okay. Uh, What about underuse, That's another situation in which we will feel tight, right? Take your hips, for example. We spend a lot of time sitting at the same height and not going any lower, right? Just take a mental inventory of, you know, the height of your car seat, which sounds so weird when you call it a car seat, but like the chair in your car, but you know what I mean, your auto seat... (laughs) Uh, anyways, your chair, seat height in your car, uh, at your dinner table, even your couch, and then the toilet, right? These are all things we sit on all the time, and they're typically all of a similar height. I know this because I'm five feet tall, and at point two five on a good day, there's a lot of times where my feet don't reach the ground, so I'm acutely aware of how everything is way too stinking tall. So your hips, right, they feel tight because they're really good at doing the same thing over and over and over again. But when you try to go lower, like sitting down on the floor or sitting down on one of those like kindergarten chairs, like they're so small, but they're so comfortable when you're a small person like me. (laughs) But when you try to go lower, your hips feel tight, right? Because they're being asked to do something that they aren't used to doing. And so underuse is another common cause for tension. The tissues are less tolerant to stretch because they're just not doing it. The idea of use it or lose it a 1000% applies uh, when it comes to how flexible and mobile really your body feels. And then, of course, we have misuse. So this is asking the wrong tissue, you know, muscle and its connective tissue, to do the work again and again and again. And this is where we usually are in the case of an overuse injury. So in this situation of, you know, having a tissue that's not designed to do that movement, being asked to do it again and again, right, then we end up in overuse injury land um, or our compensation patterns that we set up create this other scenario. So back to plantar fascia. Um, You have plantar fasciitis, your foot hurts, you change how you're walking and now your back hurts. Um, Or you get put in a boot because your foot is hurting and now your back hurts because of the height of the boot. Or what about head position, right? Is your head forward over your shoulders right now? I know I definitely backed my head up right now. So the reason why our neck and shoulders typically feel so tight are not because they need to be stretched. They are tight because we aren't using them the way they were designed, When your head comes forward, it gets heavy, um, super, super heavy. It's like an additional 10 pounds for every inch your head comes forward and your head already weighs like 12 pounds. So now those muscles of your neck that were designed to just, you know, casually balance your head in place, they're being asked to work all day long. So it's sort of like misuse, definitely overuse. And what do we feel? Tension in the neck. So we stretch, right? No, 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 no. Not so fast. Now, I also want to say like this it happens, right? Things happen, there's an injury, you know, life happens and you just you do the best you can moving forward, right? So this misuse situation also happens in the case of an injury, right? You sprain your ankle, and now your body is tightening up around your ankle and lower leg to protect it from further injury. You have whiplash or a shoulder injury. Same thing happens. Things tighten up to protect it. So if a tissue is tight and painful because it's getting overused, more stretching is only going to then ask it to do even more work right? It's being overused. It doesn't need more stretching. If it's tight because it's underused, more stretching is just going to make it feel even more destabilized. So more of a good thing isn't always a good thing. And here's where mobility work comes into play. So again, it's a super subtle difference, but I just want you to start thinking about moving in a way where you're not just trying to stretch your tissues as long as they possibly can go, but focusing on body weight strengthening while stretching, doing that dynamic movement at the same time. Because this is how you can help to improve overall flexibility and movement, but you also can start to decrease pain Because you're not reinforcing that pain habit, really. Anytime we have something that hurts, it's almost like your brain makes a groove. Or your your brain is like, hey, every time I move my right finger, it's going to hurt. I expect it to hurt. And hey, guess what? It hurts. And every time you move your right finger and it hurts, your brain is like, ha, I told you. I was right. And it literally reinforces itself. So when you're doing mobility work, I want you to really focus on moving in ways that don't create more pain so that you're not just reinforcing that painful movement. More movement allows for more movement, but it's not just any movement, right? It's this pain-free movement that's so super important. Mobility allows you to learn how to better control that movement, whatever it is that you're working on, in that specific body area, which will require both flexibility and strength. So anytime we compare flexibility and strength together, this is how we improve the health of tissues. We improve their elasticity, their receptivity, their just tolerance really for movement so that you can you know, chase a coyote in your backyard. I don't know what I really was thinking. I did chase the coyote, I will admit. Um, But thankfully, it ran away much faster than either me or my dog. But here's the deal, okay? So if something is tight and it hurts to move, if this is where you're at, you're like, okay, I hear you, Alex. I should be thinking about mobility. But I hear you that it's not just like more mobility and not just more strength. And like, I'm super confused. Where the heck do I start? I want you to start right where you are at right now. So start with the smallest tolerable dose, right? And like I said, pain-free movement is the key. So if that means two minutes of a tiny movement, but you're able to do it two days in a row without pain or discomfort, then go for it. There's no rule that it has to be a three-hour session just to count. Because lasting change comes from adding up all the tiny things, right? That consistency day after day after day, which is always going to win out and be more effective than one super long session that you never do again. And this is exactly what we work on in the Amplify You system of getting into the habit not only knowing the right exercises to do, but having that habit of moving a little bit every day so that your body just moves better and feels better. And you too can chase a coyote if you need to. No, I'm just kidding. Do not chase coyotes. That's terrible advice. Just just don't do that. (laughs) But if you've already dipped your toe into the mobility world, okay, and you're like, all right, I hear you. I need to be doing this, but I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed with what I should actually be doing. My mobility Mastery Toolkit can help. So you'll get your next four weeks of mobility planned out and totally done for you with a workout calendar and a video playlist that's super easy to use so that you can spend less time scrolling and more time just doing the thing. So learn more and grab it right now by heading on over to mobilitytoolkit.co. I will drop that down into the show notes, but again, it's just mobilitytoolkit.co. So I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode or your aha moment? And I hope it is to not chase coyotes, but also, right, to move in better ways and that those better ways are maybe a little bit slower, maybe a little bit smaller, but no matter what, they're more consistent. So take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'm at Hala or you can leave me a voice message on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and everything else lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you know the drill subscribe, review, share, rate, all of those things. Let's our AI overlords know that you're enjoying the Body Nerd Show and you'd like to listen to it more. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, stretching smartly, and getting nerdy. And thank you, my friend, for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week.